Welcome to Shenanigans. <laughs> And we are a dose of melanin empowerment that is a reminder of how bomb you are and how dope you can be, featuring edutainment about beauty, life, and health, mixed with a true depiction of how strong she can be. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Shenanigans. Thanks for coming back again. Uh, We definitely appreciate all of our listeners. Just a few housekeeping things before we get started. If you haven't reviewed us on iTunes, please do so. It really helps our ratings as a podcast, and we appreciate that. Also, if you're on SoundCloud, feel free to comment to us, because we love to have conversations with you there, and on Twitter at shenanigans underscore pod. Last week's episode, we chatted about a lot of fun things. Um, So you definitely should go back and check that episode out. I can tell you that our hot topic for the for the week last week was based around moving on and when's the right time to move on from everything from careers to relationships to friendships, a lot of different things. So definitely go back and listen to that. Uh, But we are going to dive into this week's episode and we're going to go to Tyra first. Hey everybody, so it's time for our comments from our listeners and we got a lot of tweets So I just wanted to share some of our tweets. I'm excited for these. (laughs) Yeah, they're really good So at Charnay Pickett says I've been binge listening to shenanigans pod all day and I love it I'm almost caught up and then um, Keisha Marie underscore Um, tweeted us twice and she said episode five has taken me from smiles and laughs to being in my fields and reevaluating my life and then she tweeted me and she said and I swear banks like Tyron are the same person she's telling my life hashtag shenanigans pie and it's a um, gif of Solange and Janelle Monae like doing some handshake it's really cute and then we have um, a tweet from summertime shy and she said, shenanigans pie got me through my shift tonight. Love the versatility and topics. Good stuff. At Vine Me Up said, I can't listen to y'all at work because I am cackling. I have to continue when I am in the car. By the way, what's your Snapchat handle? And our Snapchat is at Strength of Sheet. So you want to make sure that you uh, become our friend on there. And then at Miss Yari underscore, hey, Ken Yari said that Jenny mentioned The Alchemist today on uh, Shenanigans Pop, my favorite book, definitely a must read. And she was listening to the hot topic um, from when we were talking about uh, cheaters. And it's a Beyonce, like with a surprise face. Very cute. And then, um, oh, we have a guy. So at Peanut Man eighty seven said, "Hey, shout out to AOL and Black Planet ASL <laughs> going down in the DMs before there was DMs." Going down in the DMs. <laughs> and um, lastly, one of my friends, uh, Trine, she tweeted us. And she said that she had just started listening to us yesterday, but she is hooked and she's going to keep listening and keep subscribing. So make sure you keep tweeting us at shenanigans underscore pod or at strength of she and make sure you use that hashtag shenanigans pod. And you can also review us on iTunes and on SoundCloud. 
y'all, who knew we were binge worthy? <laughs> like that's kind of got me geeked. <laughs> binge worthy. Well, thanks, Tyra. Uh, we are going to head into the Brie game. Hi, ladies. Hi, I know it's your favorite part of the day. Okay, so everyone has to clear their minds and get ready for this. I'm calling this segment The Blast from the Past. So what you have to do is lay your phone on the table so I know y'all ain't cheating. Then you have to go into your photos and scroll all the way up to the top, and then you're going to swipe over five times, and you're going to look at that picture and tell me what that picture was about. So what was happening? Obviously, it's from your past because it has to. It's all the way up at the top of your your photo album. <laughs> and you're gonna tell me what was happening, where you were at. Is it a picture of your kid, your dog? You know, somebody sent you a scandalous picture. We, we're okay. we're gonna just hope not. We're gonna just call you out. So you said go all the way up to the so top. So you're gonna open your photo album, Brittany. Uh -huh. Why why are you holding your phone? It's supposed to be on the table. Oh oh oh! oh, oh. oh. Hit, hit the top. Hit the clock at the top of your phone. It'll take you all the way up to the top. Oh snap! I know. I'm teaching y'all something new. Thank you. It's wholesome. Okay, and then you're gonna pick your fifth picture because that's one of my favorite numbers. Yes. You know, number five. Oh snap! So this is a good five. one. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jenny, I'm gonna make you go first. Uh, okay. Um so my picture is um from Lexi's birthday, like a couple years ago. Um it's with me, my friend Sage, Chevy, and Lexi. So what were y'all doing? Where we were you going? We were posing. Like, <laughs> drunk. How you posing? No, I mean, we were just like posing like we weren't drunk yet. We were about to head out. To to I, I, I have no idea. She said we weren't it was drunk. Couple it was, was a couple years. Was. It was a couple years ago. I think to the club downtown somewhere. Jesus is boring. She trying to, we know you did some I mean, x-ray really that night, Jenny. I'm really serious. It was like two, three years ago. That's the fun part. You're supposed to reminisce. Shit, I don't remember. <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> you making me go next. Okay, y'all, this is actually a funny one. I didn't know this was my fifth picture on here. Okay, so this, I'm not in this picture, <laughs> but um, three of my best friends are, um, it, I, they might be listening, Brandy, Simone, and Tutu. And this was June 5th of 2011. Y'all, this oh, was wow. a long time ago. So I was, oh, I, I was 20 years old. This was when Ice Lounge was, Ooh, yeah, when it was open. Lounge. And I was not old enough right, to get so in there. So <laughs> me, and my, me and my best friend Brady were 20, and we had fake IDs. <laughs> <laughs> and we slid on in there, um, and it was, it was, oh, it was for my uh, friend's birthday, Sticks. We were celebrating her birthday. It was her 21st birthday. And... I don't believe I got drunk, but I know Simone was wasted. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, that was a pretty cool night. Um, I think it, it actually was my first time, uh, you know, that sounds bad, but that was my first time <laughs> using a fake ID to get into a club. So I did it multiple times, don't judge me, I know y'all did. But, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, that's pretty much what I remember from that night. Um, it was fun. 
Um, I can't remember anything like really bad happening. You know, I probably danced on a couple dudes, you know. <laughs> I was single at the time, so you know, I, I wasn't in a relationship. But yeah, that's pretty much what that was. So yeah, I'm, I'm a little fun. embarrassed to say <laughs> that. I, that's what Wait, I want to see the picture. But, I haven't even seen that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I wasn't in it. That sucks. But. <laughs> no. You can even tell the camera quality is so different. <laughs> so long ago. So oh, iPhones have come up. Yes. Hmm. Aisha's over here shaking her head. You going next then. That's fine. It's, it's extra boring. I can tell you that. I'm not even kidding. I, my fifth picture is... <laughs> <laughs> my picture is a picture of African black soap. I kid you sounds, not. Oh my god, it sounds <laughs> like you. Wait, I took it in October 2015. So the story behind this picture was she, the strength that she had just started in July. And we were trying to do more product reviews. And I was like, oh, let me go ahead and take this little picture. I'm going to write a blog, review Shea Moisture, because you know they retweet us every now and again. Never did it. It's not there. Don't go look for the blog. I never wrote it. So that's what this photo is It was a nice picture, but yeah, I took a couple. It was like the first couple pictures was products. Yep, no blogs. <laughs> Now people are about to be requesting this blog from you. You're going to have to go back and finish what you started. Ty, Ty, you're going to wrap us up. Wait, no, you got to tell your picture. Oh. <laughs> she didn't think she was playing. I don't, I don't, I don't ever participate. No, you, you need to. You participate. Don't be trying to slide today. Now you're just lying. Don't yes, lie today. You got a fifth picture, but I'll go while you're trying to pull your picture up. Um, mine is a picture, <laughs> right? Yeah, watch her. I delete Aisha. my pictures on my phone. I do too. I'm good for deleting. But this picture is a picture of me um, in Miami with my cousin. Well, it's just me in the picture. She's taking the picture. And I'm like holding a branch. I don't know. I think I'm modeling or something. <laughs> but um, we took like this boat trip to, uh, it's called Flagler Monument Island. And um, we did like different stuff on the boat. It was like a party boat. So you drink at a bar on it. And then um, we stopped somewhere. And we like, you could jump off the boat into the water. There's like a trampoline on the water. We kayaked and did all types of crazy stuff. It was super fun. So, and we got to see like different people's houses. Like we got to see Shaq's house Ooh. and Carmen Electra's house. And it was pretty fun. Cool. And I am sucking my stomach in hard. Uh, That's all right. Hard than a mug. Yeah, do what you gotta do. Girl. Right. Do it too. That's real life. It's about to be me all summer. <laughs> me too. I'm glad one pieces are coming I'm back in style. I'm high waist everything. At all summer. I gotta get everything high waisted. You ain't gonna tell me nothing. One pieces are coming back in style. I'm gonna be cute though. They got some it. cute ones. Like three or four, like today. They got three or four what? One pieces. Oh yeah, they do have Forever a lot of those now. Extra yes. I, I, I went in that store with my nieces like last week, and I said, "Why is all these damn onesies in here? Is this the new?" I, I'm calling it a onesie because that's what the hell it looked like onesies. to me. I have a, <laughs> so they have a whole bunch of. So if y'all want some one pieces, go to Forever. They have, onesies. Got, they have some cute ones. <laughs> they do. There's some cute ones. Oh my goodness. Well, since y'all are making me go. <laughs> Mine's kind of boring. I delete all my pictures. So mine's from January of this year. And what? <laughs> no evidence. 
she don't want, I don't want her to go anymore. <laughs> it's really because I need to make room in my phone, so I always just upload my pictures I'm gonna to, my, to, some to my laptop. From Apple. You know, I don't know. It's 99 cents. Apple, Apple is trying to take all my money, no. But it's with me and my cousins. It was one of my cousins' birthdays. Um, I was in Columbus, Ohio, and actually, me and my cousins call each other sister cousins because I never had sisters, so it's funny that we use sister friends because we've always called each other sister cousins, um, but it was one of my cousins, like, 27th, like, some random birthday, and she got super wasted and, like, rented out this little bar, and she she ended up, by the end of the night, doing this, like, jump split and going into a split on the ground, but... It failed because she nailed her head. Oh my god! But she hopped right back up, y'all. Like you don't understand. <laughs> so then the DJ felt so bad for us because she just hopped back up and kept doing it that he bought us drinks the rest of the night. So it was kind of, she, she kept doing it. Yeah, yes. She wanted to recover and redeem herself, so she did it again. And girl, Shut she would just up. pop in and lock in, and yes, girl. So you know, I can't do that anymore. But she was killing it that night. So it was a fun night in Columbus with my fam. Oh, stop. You can still do that. I'm not flexible anymore. You just did it like a year ago. I flipped, not split. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done with (laughs) y'all. Aisha, you can take back over. The hot topic for today is being the token black person. Or even... For real, Tyra. Sorry. <laughs> Tyra I might hit her up on the low. So, sorry. Don't play music. <laughs> what are you doing over there? I can't there? even redeem myself. Looking at a nasty video. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I, I clicked on Facebook and the video was still playing and I couldn't click out of it fast enough. I'm like, don't it scare you every time? You're like, oh. <laughs> don't scare you. Whoa, the shit out of you. Woo, sorry. <laughs> Oh my gosh, like I was trying to say, <laughs> we're going to talk about being the token black person or the only black person. And I know that we've all kind of been there in different circumstances, whether you you know, went to a predominantly Caucasian school when you were growing up or lived you know, in a predominantly Caucasian neighborhood or it was a mixed neighborhood and you still were the only one. That tends to be a little different too, or even at work you know, at school, at your internships, like there are a lot of different situations where we can be that only one. And I just kind of want us to have some free chat about how we dealt with those situations or was there anything that came up? So first let's start with how you dealt with those situations. Like how did they make you feel per se? Um. I've been in a few situations um, where I was like the only black person um, there. And well, I would say it started like when I was in like elementary school, I was like the only black person in my class. And I mean, then, you know, like you're innocent, you're a little kid, you don't really pay it, you know, any mind. Um, But there's been a lot of situations like at work where I was like the only black person. I've never felt like uncomfortable, um, but it kind of sometimes... I have felt like an outcast. Um, And so I don't, like I've tried to kind of like blend in and even though, you know, I'm in the room full of people that look different than me, I try to try to relate to them in a way. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. 
This has been my whole life, so I love this topic. Um, I was born and raised in gymnastics, so of course I was one of the only black girls at that time before the Simone Biles and the Gabby Douglases blew up. So I mean, just combating that and trying to be someone different in a different sport that you weren't actually recognized and was really hard. And then being in a private school and then an all-white high school and then, I mean, Butler is a PWI to the max. So love it, but it, it definitely is. Um, so I was definitely used to that. And one of my biggest pet peeves is just feeling like you have to be the spokesperson for your whole entire community mm -hmm. because a lot of people will always say, oh, you know, you don't even act black or you don't seem black and don't realize that that's an insult. Um, so identifying me as Bria was a big part of wanting to, as I was growing up, was a big part because people were always like, well, you, I don't identify you as black, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, I am black, but that shouldn't be the first thing you see. Like, it should be my personality, X, Y, and Z. Um, so I definitely think it was, it was hard, but it became so common that it wasn't a big deal. So it was actually kind of funny. One of my good friends in college, she was a white girl, and I brought her back home and went to church and took her to church with me, and she was like, oh, it, are there going to be white people there? And I was just like, oh, yeah, of course. And I took her, and I mean, my church is, what, 95% black? And she was like, wait, you said there was going to be white people here. Why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, well, do you ever notice I'm the only black person in our class every day, and you don't ever think about that? Mm -hmm. So um, I feel like sometimes you have to constantly be teaching people things, and I don't think that should be the case. Like, they don't have to teach me about their culture every day when they go to work or go to school. So I think that's been the hardest thing about being in the community that we're in currently. Kind of going back to what you were saying, Bree, I feel like I kind of have to defend myself in a way. Like, just because I'm a black person, you know, like what you're asking me, you know, I may not know. Like, you're asking me stuff, and I'm like, well, shit, I'm, I'm black, but how am I supposed to know? You know, I may not. <laughs> you know, I don't eat chicken and watermelon. <laughs> Oh, not chicken no. and watermelon. Oh, get Jenny. Oh, oh <laughs> Somebody get her ass. She really don't eat chicken. Now. So. I don't eat watermelon either. <laughs> no, I mean, I do, but I'm just using it as an example. Like, there would be situations where, like, they would ask me things just because it's, like, a stereotype of black people, and I'm just yeah. like, well, I don't know. But I feel like, you know, being in those situations, like, I kind of have to defend myself and defend who I am, like, just because I'm black. Like, you know, I might not be like the average black person or whatever like you like whatever people assume a black person would be right. or act like right or if you like speak with poise they're like oh you you're so educated can a black person not be educated mm -hmm. do i have to speak ratchet do i have to be on love and hip-hop to be black like i'm confused so that's my other one thing that, yeah one thing that pisses me off a lot is when i have black people who tell me that like oh well Girl. you don't act black or mm -hmm. you know or whatever the case may be or you might talk white and i'm just like well what does that even look like yeah <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> what you gotta say Brittany? <laughs> i just oh black people <laughs> talking about do you you don't act black what does that mean? Like that ear that's what irritates me. You can't act the color. It, thank you. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's <laughs> that irritates me because just like I feel like this is somewhat kind of getting off topic, but just like what she mentioned about stereotypes, like it's irritating when people feel like all black people are supposed to act a certain way. Like that's irritating. And then like you said, like with us dealing with um, you know, with us being, you know, black and, you know, in a situation where you are the token black person, it is kind of, like, it's, it's like uncomfortable in some situations. So for me personally, it's funny because 
I actually asked uh, my husband and one of my good friends this question like a, like a month ago because I can't say that I've really experienced a lot of those kinds of situations where um, where I felt like I was the token black person. I grew up in the ghetto basically, so I, I didn't I didn't I was I grew up in IPS. I went to IPS all through elementary uh, and IPS is Indiana, Indianapolis public schools for those of you who don't know but um, I went to I went there for elementary middle school and ninth grade and I went to township from 10th to 12th grade and which was Lawrence Township so that's where I kind of got a feel because that school was predominantly white so that I wasn't used to that so it was it was a little different but I then I found my set of black friends that I always hung out with so to me it still didn't really feel like I was in that situation but I had asked my husband and my friend I was like do you feel and this is actually a question for you all too I don't know if you might feel like this or not but I feel like that I don't experience a lot of that because of my skin color because I'm lighter mm. and I don't know if that really does have anything to do with it or not but I did ask because I asked well, my husband is darker skin and my, my friend I asked Donisha she, she's darker skin too and I said do y'all do you all feel like maybe I don't experience a lot of that because of my, that I'm lighter and some people probably I mean I'm sure most white people know I'm black but mm -hmm. it's just kind of like they're probably I feel like they don't they, I feel like they wouldn't treat me the same way as they was they would treat a you know a darker skin uh, mm -hmm. black person absolutely so I don't know. Do you all feel like maybe that could be it? Because, you know, I hear people say, I experienced this, you know, this, you know, this racism, you know, situation somewhere. And I'll be like, I hardly ever experienced that. And I'm thankful because I don't know how I would react <laughs> in a situation like that. And I, you know, but it's just like, I never knew. I was like, maybe that's why I don't experience it as much. So I don't have a whole, whole lot to say about that. I mean, as far as I, I just feel like I haven't experienced it a lot. So I don't have a whole, whole lot to say about it. I think that, that that's a good point to bring up because I know that a lot of people talk about that on social, mm -hmm. um, you know, within our race and then outside of our race, how people may be treated differently because of their skin tone or maybe they have a different hair texture mm -hmm. um, that really lets people know you black. Right, and, and that, right, that's why I'm like, I know people know I'm black, especially when I wear my natural hair, but I just, I just have, I have never, you know, really experienced anything like that though. Or ever I, I haven't I haven't I can't say that I've really been in situations where I've even felt uncomfortable. Really, I mean I think like you like you said you kind of just have that um, that instinct you know when you are say you're around a whole lot of you know Caucasian people and you're like about the only about the only black person token black person. But I I just don't experience it that much. Yeah. I've never can't say that I have. Um, I think well first of all colorism is very real mm -hmm. um, especially on both sides of both sides of the spectrum I know that light-skinned people you know people of lighter complexion have their prejudices against them mm -hmm. um, as well as dark-skinned people obviously so I think that's definitely real and it's something that I never really experienced because my color is pretty much in the middle right so <laughs> I don't catch like a lot of flat right. um, from black people or white people because mm -hmm. of my color because like yeah I'm right there in the middle, but I've definitely been the token in several situations and more so as an adult, um, because all through school it was pretty mixed. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was in like a lot of accelerated classes. So there was white people in them, but you know, I didn't pay it any mind because I could still meet up with my friends or right. whatever. But um, it really was like, it really stood out to me when I was in nursing school because I was like one of the only black people mm -hmm. yeah. in my nursing class of 80 to 90. And it was just like a shock to me because I was not expecting that. Um, 
which you know I also find very interesting because I didn't get in the first time and when I applied I had a 3.8 GPA and um like I mean there's no way that you can't tell me my race had something to do with it especially Mm -hmm. when I come in and there's nobody who looks like me and nobody would eat lunch with me nobody really talked to me I didn't really have friends or whatever but you know because I was older um I just pushed through like I knew I worked way too hard to get into nursing school to let that affect me but of course you're gonna feel some type of way about it and then with my current job um, I was the only black nurse. Like we just recently got another black nurse, but I was the only black nurse. And it's so weird because everyone around me was either like a tech or they were like ancillary staff. So they were like cleaning up the rooms right, and stuff right. like that. And that just was like just a shell shock mm-hmm. to me, you know. And it was great because none of those people looked down on me. None of you know the other black people, they were cheering me on. And I love that. But I don't know. It's just like you you feel, even if nobody says anything to you about your color, you you just just feel mm -hmm. like the first six months, I pretty much was like on my own and I had to create a mantra for myself. Like, you know, which I've said before, I earned my spot. I'm just as good, if not better than the people that I work with, you know, but it definitely, I feel like I have to be on my P's and Q's because there's a lot of things that other people may be able to get away with that I know that I couldn't. So I know that I have to be mindful because I definitely feel like all eyes are on me a lot of times. So. Yeah, um, like Bria, I went to Butler, and I remember going to Butler and just being in complete culture shock. Like, coming from Gary, Indiana, where our schools are, like, 98% black, and, you know, having basically all black friends, maybe one or two white friends, and, you know, coworkers that, because I did waitress at that time, were who, who were white or Hispanic or whatever, but it was just, like, total shock because Butler is like, I forgot the new number, but it's like 3%, 5% black. Mm-hmm. And it just really, it was an outer body experience to deal with that because it made me feel like I wasn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Because it's like places back home and like Midwest Indiana, like Northwest Indiana, where you just don't go because it's not enough for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if something happens to you, like that's your fault because you shouldn't have went over there. Like that's how mm-hmm. I felt when I first got there. And like Bria said, being in classes and they call on you because they're asking something about black race or they're mm-hmm. asking something about something that's going on in our culture or the news. And it's like, I, I don't want to answer that. I don't know. And Butler was actually my first place where I've ever experienced racism before. And it was with my sweet mate. She was racist and she quote unquote didn't even know it. And um, it was to the point that I ended up finding out that her grandmother owned a plantation. Mm. And she made a joke about it. That was the only way I knew. And we were just, we, me and her been kicking it. We've been cool all up until that night. And she was like, yeah, you know, my grandmother, she owned a plantation. And I went down there because she was receiving an award. And a black man brought her her award and kissed her on the cheek. And she was like, oh, that black man, none of his color wiped off on me. (gasps) And she just bust out rolling. And I'm like, did I miss the joke? I was in shock that she said it, first of all. And then was in shock that she laughed. And I honestly couldn't respond right then because I didn't even know where to start, what to say. And Mm. 
Especially because she kept talking after that. She, like, <laughs> she just kept on, oh, yeah, just <laughs> like she just, through. Like, this is regular language right, for her. Right, language, yeah. yes. And, and I ended up coming back and talking to her later about it, and she didn't see anything of it. And we had a lot of different conversations where, you know, she made comments about people with locks. And, you know, why would people lock their hair? That's nasty. It's dirty. And I said, well, when mm. you see white people that do that, their hair isn't meant to do that. Mm-hmm. I right. said, so, of course, what you see is going to be different mm-hmm. from what I see. And and, and it, I really was trying to teach her while my mom, mm-hmm. on the other hand, is cussing me out because she's like, you need to whoop her ass. And right. Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mom, I can't whoop her ass. Like, I'll get kicked out of school. Like, I don't think you understand. <laughs> and I ended up taking her to a Black Student Union event when we had... BSU week and we were watching a movie about stereotypes mm-hmm. and I took her and my other sweet mate and when I tell you they sunk in their seats because she was that uncomfortable because it was so many things that she had said to me in that movie and it just made her so uncomfortable mm-hmm. and she had got into it with Jasmine my roommate at the time and you know that she Jasmine you know she ate her up she cussed her out Jasmine don't do the whole <laughs> I'm gonna teach you thing and she went up to Jasmine afterwards like I'm just so sorry I'm sorry like I really didn't know Jasmine said you know fuck that I don't care <laughs> um, so that was my first time experiencing racism but it was it just then it became more noticeable mm-hmm. right it's like after it happens it's like Okay, am I paranoid? Mm. Or has all this been going on and maybe I just wasn't clued into it? So that was really your first time, not until college? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I grew up with yeah. I mean, black people. No, yeah. that's all, I, mean, I that's did too. Yeah. Racial microaggressions are weird. Are, yes. They're real. And it's like you cannot explain them. And it's so frustrating being a black mm-hmm. professional because mm-hmm. you know, I know mm-hmm. that what I'm experiencing is not right, right. But there's no way to me to explain it to you. There's no way for me to go to HR about right. it because it's just a real thing. And speaking of lies, I am so tired of watching people asking me about my hair. I am like, it is so annoying. Like, I don't feel like I have, like, I need to educate you. Why? Why do yep. you care? Because I don't ask you about your white hair. Because personally, I don't care. Yeah. Like, why do you care? Exactly. They or, care because their hair can't do that. No, I don't know why is, though. But they're very interested. They are. They are. Like, well, go read or something. Right. Right. Like, don't ask up, me. Like, my supervisor's always like, "Can you do that to my hair? Like, I wish my hair was that versatile. I wish mm-hmm. it could get volume. I wish it like yeah. it's almost like a I jealousy. hear that all the time. It's like they take the big booties. They want to take the hair, girl. What you talking? No. Yes. No, you can't have the hair. <laughs> you cannot like because I don't feel like going through all. Because then yeah. what irritates me is that they keep calling it braids. Mm. Oh. And I have to keep braids. I have to keep explaining to them these are not braids. Okay. <laughs> but this is a real life question. <laughs> so do you think white people act like super ignorant or do you think they really know when people have weaves in? Because I am so tired you of know going what? to work you when people are like, did you cut your hair? You know I had fake hair. Like, <laughs> no. Say that people be like, oh, your hair grew. I'm like, are you serious? Are you no, but do they really be vacation and come back with them out? You know that these were fake. Like, but do they really be serious? Is the question. Like, no. I be thinking the same thing because I'm like, now you know good like, damn well. Are you trying to play this with is not me? Not my hair. Or, like, Girl. No, but this gets me heated, y'all. We shouldn't even have this topic because have y'all seen Dear White People? Yeah, that movie summarizes my whole life. I'm just like, so we had the same thing with BSU when we brought some of my my white friends to BSU, and they were like, I'm so sorry, like. Don't hug me, girl. Just change your act. Like, <laughs> just get it right. Because but, that legit almost made me leave, yeah. like Butler. Like, yeah. I almost left. And I know Whitney, Whitney Murphy listens to us too. And 
she was one of the people that talked me out of leaving Butler. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I was like, I'm transferring. It was like my second semester. I was like, I don't think I can, I can do this, y'all. Especially since it was between Butler and Howard. Mm-hmm. Two polar opposites. Oh, right. And yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Maybe Howard to go ahead and accept me. Again. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you're stupid. <laughs> but, but to your point, like, honestly, I want to hear you all's opinion because I really do think it's a blessing and a curse to be that token black person because I feel like you don't always have to shut it on and off because I feel like now I'm bringing my, my full self to work. But, you know, sometimes you really feel like you have to play the game. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to know the game. So I feel like because I grew up with it, it was a little bit of a blessing. I'm like, thank you, Mom and Dad, for providing me with that. Like, I would have loved to go to a Howard. But I see some of my people that, my friends that went to Howard and are coming to my job. And it's, it's very hard for them to transition. Yeah. They don't understand that. You can't just speak your mind to your ball. Like, hold up. I get You can talk to them, you know, in a well-mannered way. But you, you can't just go off. And you can't just decline meetings from people. So I definitely... <laughs> I definitely think it is a blessing and a curse. And I want to know what, if you all feel like you have to turn your personalities off when you're around certain people, or do you feel like you can bring your full self to work? Or, no. Or what? No. no. You took definitely not no. in my job. No. Yes. Heck no. No. Hell no. I can't be myself. Now, y'all know I can't <laughs> be myself at my damn job. I have to no. I have to turn into a whole other person when I get into my workplace. I just And I just sit to myself. I think people in my job think I'm mean. And it's just no. because, but I li- really like literally I go to work and do my job and go home. Like I don't mm-hmm. try to converse with a lot of people. Mm. And I think people think that, oh, she's a mean black girl. But I mean, I really don't even say much to a lot of people. Like, you know, I'll be cordial. I'm not going to be rude whatsoever. Like I know how to talk to people and, you know, I like that. But no, like the girls in here know how I really am on everyday <laughs> life. I could not act like that at my job. So, yes, I do. I do feel like I do have to come into work with a not a whole different persona because I know that no maybe it is because I mean because it's, it's, it's weird because you do feel like you have to you can't you know be your full self you know in that position I mean I don't know how you all feel at your jobs but I know for me personally I mean I know that to a certain extent I can be myself but then let's be real like I do have white supervisors and white managers so you can't you know you have to be you know you have to be a little more professional you know I mean there's I just feel like like you were mentioning, I know you said like where you grew up at, you know, when they come to your job, you know, they like they can't transition. It you it's just hard for people to transition. And I I can't say it's not hard, it's not hard for me, but like yes, for a lot of black people, they feel like that they can just speak their minds to their boss and cuss them out when they feel like they got a bad, you know, and all that all crazy stuff. Like you can't do that. And you know, they feel like, oh, they can't tell me what to do and you know, I'm not gonna do this and that, but Okay, now you ain't got no job. Now you, now you looking stupid. So yeah, you, you just have, you do, you. (laughs) Because I mean, it just kills me, y'all. Like I just be seeing random stuff on my Facebook, and I'm like, y'all just dumb. Like y'all don't know how to just be quiet, just come do your job, go home. Like, but yeah, no, I do feel like I can't be my full self though when I go to work. And I think it's just like a battle of. Am I being my real self or am I being my professional right. self? Right. So, and why right. can't they be the same exactly. thing? Exactly. That's like, my thing. Because it's, I feel like, you know, I shouldn't have to cover myself for anybody. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have to code switch. But at the same time, you do. Like, oh, yeah. uh, it just sucks. It's just yes. like such a sucky place to be in because... I'm going to be like, I work with kids. So of course I'm going to be bubbly. I'm a nurse. Like we have to be social and my coworkers are very cool. Like I've never had a situation where I felt like my coworkers, you know, isolated me, but 
at the same time, I can't be my complete black self because you're just not going to understand. Right. I'm, I can make a lot of references to a you're lot of things. You're not going to know what I'm talking about. So what I'm talking about. So let me tell y'all, at my last job, we did this test, me and a couple other black people. And we asked all the white people, what does eat the cake anime means? And nobody knew <laughs> what it means. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, because what happened was people kept saying bye, Felicia, and they didn't know what it meant. Yes. No, so, the damn bye, Felicia shirt. Yes. I'm like, why this white girl got on this back? And don't know shirt? what it means. Exactly. And don't even know who she was. No. So I showed them the clip, and then we were like, no, we about to get them with this <laughs> eat the cake anime thing. And people did not know what that was. So I just feel like I can't make references. I can't talk about songs or music or just but they anything. But to know all of their, all of their right. genres. Right. Oh, you don't know who that band is? I don't listen to bands. F- and let me tell you, so now that I I've been there for since the summer and you know more of my personality develops i will straight up say y'all know i don't know who that is yeah me too i will straight up say you might expand my horizons but are you gonna do the same because but you know it's it's funny because there are a lot of songs that they know that i'm surprised that they know and one day they caught me singing britney spears with Uh, them so i love britney but but it's just funny to me like you're just not gonna get what i'm talking Mm -hmm. about or any of my references so so now i have another question (laughs) No, I this was Aisha's segment. It is, but I just need to know. We can share. <laughs> so y'all know, okay, do y'all think that there's a token, like, white person? So, like, you know the girl that has that cash me outside? How about no, that? She's no, she's white. No. She's so white. how do y'all no. feel about that? So people trying to, back to the appropriation, the black culture a little bit. How do y'all feel about I, the cash me outside girl? Well, okay, so here's the thing. I feel like people have to stop associating the word ghetto with black. Mm-hmm. Because, first of all, if you do your research, ghetto didn't come from black people um, at all. So you have to really do your research on where that came from. And second of all, you have to stop putting negative connotations to black people. Mm-hmm. Ghetto is not black. There are ghetto white people or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever right. you want to say. So, oh, no, she Myra. is not. You just hit a nerve. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so no, she is not white. I mean, she's not black. You know, she's not. She's not one of ours. The white people can one take. Of ours. The white people can take I her. One of ours. She, she's not us. Nope. No, you struck a nerve because when I used to waitress in high school, uh, one of my uh, coworkers, and she was white. She was talking about. She didn't know that a girl who was at one of my tables was my friend. Like she's. We used to be friends, like we grew mm. up together. And you know, like I said, I'm from the G. <laughs> and you know, she was a little bit more on the ratchet side. And that's whatever. I love them too. So she was a little bit more on the ratchet side. She had a whole bunch of kids. The kids were throwing food. I didn't care. I've literally <laughs> known her since she since we were eight. Like I was she was like, girl, just give me a broom. Like I'll wipe it. Like whatever. Right. Like right. I'll take care of it. And I'm like, well, whatever, you're fine. And so she's like, can you just believe that ghetto mess at your table? And I was like, what? Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, don't you sound just like her? Oh, what did you say? And she's like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. Girl, you know that there's white trash too. That does not make a difference. Just because you 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 can acknowledge white trash, that don't mean to come talk about black folks to me. Like I hate when people do that. Yeah. Like that does not make up for it. And I'm yeah. sure that just got all off topic, but you No, <laughs> no, because it's it's like you cannot uh, 
attached acting ratchet or acting out to black people like that is really right that is annoying yes. like, and I'm like she's not ghetto she has two little kids that are little kids they're gonna they act, throw food yes they're gonna yeah. be they kids food and toddlers. on the floor like, like yes, that's i what they bet do. you a white family comes in that kid does the same thing the, and they don't no, they do it ghetto. worse they do it worse <laughs> They show sure do. Not Don't ask, play. They're not going to offer to clean up. Hell like no. They're going to be like, no, that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> and my tip. Right. Boop, please. Oh, wow. <laughs> Boom. Oh, Boom. I, I, I know. I know. I was really going to ask about, can you be your full self? Oh, or, yeah. Nope. No. You know, how do you feel? Especially about your hair. Especially when I was going through that little transition period. And I had a whisk leaf patch. That was just a really so, interesting stage. True, true life story. <laughs> when I was in nursing school. <laughs> somehow my hair is always blonde and red at the same time. All the time. So when I was in nursing school. I, right before I got in nursing school. I cut all my hair off. I was going natural. <laughs> And I dyed it because I'm like, there's nothing else for me to do with it. Like, I'm just gonna put some color in it. Y'all, do y'all know they called me into the office and asked me, was something wrong with me because I dyed my hair? I I will not bullshit y'all. They asked. What office at school? Yes. When I was in nursing school, they black lady, black lady, black lady, and she was a sore. Can't drag me into her office. She was also very sketch, so. Mm. Yeah. But oh, oh, oh. um, shout out to them sketch ones. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, real sisterly. Um, yeah, she asked me, was something going on with me because I dyed my hair? And I'm like, no, if you know me, I do this shit all the time. Like, <laughs> this is normal for me. What are you talking about? Is something wrong like with three me? Times senior year. Somebody should have definitely so, been checking me. So, what did that mean? Just because you changed I was your going hair, through that you something. was going through some shit? Exactly. Well, is that what white people do? I, shit. They do. They, do. they cut their hair off. Okay, well. Watch 13 Reasons Why, girl. Don't no, associate. Don't tell me nothing. I'm don't. In the I, 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 I don't I, tell me I just watched it. I finished it yesterday. No. I'm not telling you. Don't tell me nothing. Cuckoo with that I don't understand. Man, why they do you like that, Ty? Girl, I don't know. It don't matter. It don't even matter. Girl, I'm like, oh, if you knew me, I dye my hair all the time. Oh, my gosh. I think for me, um, I feel like in a way I'm able to be myself at work, and I think I got really lucky with the people I work with um, and just, like, our whole team because we're more like a family. And, I mean, there's black, white people or whatever. And also I think it has a lot to do with the population that we work mm-hmm. at. And we kind of have to meet them where they're at. Not saying we're going to go in there acting crazy, <laughs> but you don't want to go in there acting too professional. Right. You know, talking to they a teenager. Talk to they're not going to connect with you. Yeah. So I think it has a lot to do with the type of profession that you're in. Um, and sometimes it's hard for me because it's like going into, like, this is my job. So it's hard for me to mm. be my complete self. But I think the people I work with, make me feel okay that I can at times (laughs) (laughs) yeah that yeah that does help I will say uh on my last note personally but I'll say that growing up I was always kind of a little bit more different especially because I went to a performing arts school and we were always known as like the different kids or the uppity kids, although we weren't. Like we just, we just knew how to act. 
we're about our grades, so we get kicked out of school, you know, get kicked out of our programs, blah, blah, blah. I listen to Evanescence and all those oh, other groups. Yeah. And, and my sister, she, <laughs> on the flip side, my sister's like, I don't know who the hell that was. She listened to Bone Thugs and Harmony, <laughs> and that was about it. Boom, 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 But see, my, you know, certain people that don't grow up like that don't understand that you can have both sides. Oh, yeah. And that can be a part of you. And kind of going back to, like, what we were first talking about, like, that doesn't mean that you're acting anyway. You're being yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that if we all can just be more comfortable in being ourselves and not worry about what what people are thinking about, correct them along the way if you want to, cuss them out along the way if you need to, and and just and just move on. Yeah. Anything else on this topic, ladies? It's a pretty pretty heated diverse discussion. I'm worn out. <laughs> Episode done. <laughs> Real life. Okay, well, if you want to chime in on this hot topic, you definitely know how. Hit us up on Twitter at shenanigans underscore pod. Comment uh, to us on SoundCloud and definitely share this episode with your friends so they can chime in too. So now we are getting ready for Girl Talk. I cannot agree Crazy. <laughs> okay, so starting off girl talk with Tyra. All right, y'all. So for this week's segment of What's Love Got to Do With It, we are gonna talk about the three loves theory. And it is said that we only fall in love with three people in our lifetime. And I'm going to tell you who those three people are. (laughs) I think I might know this, but I want to hear it. No, I probably don't. I'm just talking. (laughs) All right. So the first love, it happens when we are young. We are in high school. It's naive. (laughs) It's very uh, impractical. It mimics what we see in movies and music videos because we are too young to even understand the concept of love. So we plan a future with this person because in our minds, we think that this person is going to be who we're going to be with for the rest of our lives. They are our high school sweetheart. We're going to have our kids with them. We done named the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And with this one, how others view us is more important than how we feel. So this is especially this day and age with like, you know, kids in high school and social media. So they will post about even the smallest little thing. Mm -hmm. Every little detail because they need people to see that it is magical and perfect. Y'all know who y'all first love was? You ain't got to say a name. I do. I do. <laughs> I talked about them. It's very unfortunate. Very. He stuck around for too long. Mm. Sorry, I'm chewing on these cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know if I've had mine. Ooh. This is like every time. My, oh, my God. Mine. I know mine was. I do, too. Mine ain't like, nothing to talk about. Mine's a combination of two people, but I don't really mm. think I love them. It just was two people. I was in high school with one y'all literally just got out of my life like last year my god like and one the other one if I told him we should try again he would drop everything oh for sure no I'm not about that life (laughs) all right that young man is back home selling drugs (laughs) see and I have no I have no space obviously no space but if I wasn't (laughs) married I wouldn't have had no space for that either he's hot mess Mm. Okay, our second love. Mm. 
this is the hard love. This is the one that teaches us a lot of lessons. Yes, oh, I had that one too. <laughs> what we want from relationships. This is not the happiest of loves because it hurts. And even though Hell love yeah. doesn't hurt, this brings us a lot of pain because it could be full of lies. It could be full of deceit, manipulation. Mm. Disappointment. Oh, it's unbalanced. It's unhealthy. Very selfish narcissistic Mm. and the biggest thing is that it is cyclic so it's a cycle we keep going back and forth yeah we keep going back and forth with this person making the same decisions over and over expecting different results because at a point in time we feel like trying to save it is more important than figuring out if it is even worth saving Mm -hmm. um this one comes with a lot of drama but a lot of passion and it's because we enjoy the extreme highs of it, like the really good moments and the extreme lows. We are addicted to the emotional roller coaster of it. Um, and every time that we try to save it, it just ends up getting worse, yes. like over and over again. So it sounds like y'all know exactly who this second love is. Yes, it was so stressful too. <laughs> The depressed. <laughs> no, it can depress me it's even like thinking about it. I mean, it's just, no, it's draining. It's it was draining. very draining. I mean, it literally is. It, everything you just described is exactly what it was. Like it was a never-ending cycle of disappointment and broken promises and oh, shoulda, coulda, wouldas and only ifs and blah blah blah. And then you get those only if chances and then nothing happened and you did the same thing. <sighs> yeah. Girl, I know. I I feel like this second love portion is just a stage in my life. It's not a specific person. It's just a couple years in my 20s where it just revolved a couple of people. It just sucks because sometimes it is very passionate, but it's like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? And a specific person is in my head, and I just feel like loving them was killing me. Like, Uh why did I do this to myself? Like, mm. It is crazy. But y'all, this third love, though. Oh, no. And by the way, I didn't make this up. I was reading a bunch of articles. But I feel like this really applies to my life. Okay. So this third love, I feel like the married people may agree with this one. This one is the one we do not see coming. This person is. Damn. I hear Jen. Crazy ass. Woo. All right. <laughs> this person is different from anyone that you have dated in the past. Show and me. is. <laughs> It's it's probably somebody that you never imagined yourself dating. Um, But you and this person have a connection that y'all just cannot explain. And it just comes so easily. Y'all just fit really, really well together. You complement each other's personalities. There's like no real pressure or no like just pressure to really be together. It just works. There's no ideal expectations about how the other should be acting. Um, you don't have like a real huge desire to advertise every little detail of your relationship because you're just too busy living in it. Like you're just too busy loving that person. You don't need that social media validation because they are just the shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I'm married to that name. <laughs> you married your third love? Oh, I definitely did. He was not somebody I saw coming. Like literally, I. I think I mentioned this before, but I had just got out of a situation ship and I was like, F niggas. I ain't care about dudes <laughs> at all. And here he come and I'm like, hold on, I was trying to be mad at dudes and here you just come out of nowhere. That's the thing. They like, you literally just, right. What do I tell you to come and do that? They said the third love comes right after a breakup. Yeah. 
Whew. Hello. I'm right you, after. Like, no, literally. Two, I mean, I wasn't week, even in a relationship, weeks, but, you know, it was like that. a whatever. But, yeah, it was literally, I was like, F it. I, whatever. Literally less than a month later, he came. I said, wait a minute. And I had just seen him for my 21st birthday the month before he hit me up. And I was like, maybe that was a sign from the Lord and didn't even know it. Yeah. Because I hadn't seen him in forever. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, wait a minute. Jenny, Jenny okay? is over here cutting up. <laughs> the hell? Yeah, what's wrong? Okay. <laughs> Tell me what's on your mind. Wait, Come on. Well, I mean, the, the fact that you just mentioned that this person comes like right after a breakup, No, for real. For like, real. I mean, even though that this person, like we're not really on them terms, but he came right after the break. It's just, wow. No, for oh. real. Because. I mean, just wow. Well, a lot of people don't know how I met my current bae, and I won't give all of the details. Oh, but they were in the same vicinity, like, See, like literally vicinity. in the same vicinity. So, yeah, it just happens. It just like it literally, you don't see it coming. You don't. That's what I heard. I'm like, whoa, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I, swear, I, I, I wasn't ready. I'm just not even like, I wasn't ready. I was like, yeah, no, nah, I don't think we should be together yet. Like, we're gonna have to cool. Like, what's what's happening? We're together. <laughs> oh, wait, what's happening? Okay. <laughs> Well, it's funny because when I was reading, especially the third love part, I was cracking up because I know Aisha and Nick and I know like, you know, their whole love story. And I was like, yep, she's going to she is going to agree with this one for sure. Real life. Tyra was there the whole time. Yep. The whole time. She was there when I finally said, OK, where they gather? <laughs> and I came back in the house. I was like, we got a boy. I got a boyfriend. And they said, we got a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. And these, uh, these heifers put on, she's your queen. Y'all are annoying. We have, we have been there for a big part. Aisha <laughs> Nick's relationship. I don't know how he puts up with this personally. He loves y'all. That's why. We're a little crazy. That is crazy. Hmm. So, yeah, keep your, keep your third eye open for that third love. Bria and Jenny, because one day, because oh, me and Jenny, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it sounds like Jenny might be ahead of you, bro. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, Jenny heard. might know him. He just slide in my DMs, please. <laughs> <laughs> if you are looking for your third love and you like, but you gotta educated, wait you won't see it coming. Yeah, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Educated chocolate women get yes. at get at Bria who keep they they selves on fleek. Bleak, bleak. I'm looking at her eyebrows. Chocolate women? Yes. Yeah, if that's their preference. If that's their preference. The guys, the guys. not oh. women. You. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with Bria? Oh, my DM. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm trying something new. I can't, <laughs> I can't stand y'all. Oh my god. Oh, all right, y'all are crazy. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yep. Well, thanks, Tyra. Definitely, you know, keep an eye out for your third love. If you're on your second love, you might want to move on a little faster. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have Jenny. Hey, y'all. So on this week's uh, The Beauty Prescription, I want to talk about why sleep is important for your beauty. Um, I feel like when it comes to sleep, sleep is the answer to pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. If you're working out, you need to make sure you get enough sleep. If you want to look, (laughs) if you want to make sure that your beauty, (laughs) if you want to look good, you got to get sleep. You know, if you're not feeling well, you got to get sleep. 
Um, so it's so important that you get sleep just because when you're sleeping, your body pretty much prepares it, repairs itself overnight uh, from any damages that may have happened to it during the day. And so it's good if you get on average about seven to nine hours of sleep every night, um, which that is recommended. And if you're not getting that much sleep, if you're having poor sleep, it can lead to increased stress hormones that can increase the severity of inflammatory skin conditions such as acne or even psoriasis. Um, the lack of sleep can also lead to the lack of just your natural beauty. Um, when those inf um, inflammatory cells are increased, they break down the molecules that um, your skin gives, that gives your skin that natural glow that um, you generally have. Um, for me, I know when I notice when I'm not getting enough sleep just because I get dark dark circles. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say, oh, well, your skin is so nice, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, I know when I'm not getting enough sleep. People might not notice it, but I notice it. Um. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, first of Brittany. All, Brittany, you face. <laughs> Nowhere. Next to Jen, and I always look at her face. I'm like, her skin's so fucking smooth. I just be wanting to just rub it. <laughs> I just I how smooth it was. You, you oh got nice skin. Thank you. Oh my god. Um, wait, damn, where was No, it's okay. Um, okay, so. For me, if I'm not getting enough sleep, I definitely notice that I have uh, dark circles. Um, so another thing is, if you're being deprived of sleep, it can also cause um, a decrease in your blood flow um, to your skin. So just make sure that you're getting enough sleep. I can't stress how important that mm, is. Aisha. Um, Girl, and so some <laughs> <don't love> me. <laughs> Y'all know I get five hours of sleep every night. Keep on trucking. If that. if that. I know um I used to struggle with getting a lot of sleep just because I always felt like, you know, I had to keep going I had to keep going until I finished whatever I was working on. And so I had started just saying, Hey, I need to get sleep, so I'm going to sleep at a certain time. So the ways that you can some ways that you can get more sleep, um, is by just not staying up on your phone when you're in bed. I struggle with that mm -hmm. just because I feel like, you know, I'm going going throughout the day and I don't really have time to like be on social media <laughs> or whatever I'm doing. So I'm guilty of like staying up all night on my phone, even uh like while I'm in bed when I should be sleeping. Um also use any type of like bedtime app. So I didn't realize this until I, I don't know how I stumbled across it, um, but I have an iPhone and on the clock app or the clock icon, there's different, um, I don't know, different little icons at the bottom. And one of them is a bedtime and you can actually um, set it where it's like, it'll give you a warmer what time you should go to bed. So if you're wanting to get so many hours, so just say I want to get seven hours of sleep. Um, my you use it I, I like it and it'll tell you like it tells me at 9 30 I need to start getting prepared to sleep so I usually oh. give myself an hour to get ready and things like that for bed which I mean you know what lately <laughs> that I mean it ain't been happening but I mean it does help just seeing it um or at least for me I feel like it it has helped mm-hmm also, I'm creating a bedtime ritual and also trying to wake up the same time every morning. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. When I start using that um, <laughs> that bedtime like app thing, I wanted to get up at 4.30 so I can go to the gym um, 
And when I start getting up at that time, like I was able to get up that time every day. But since I haven't been going to sleep that early, it ain't been happening. So. <laughs> oh, okay, Brit the Bully. So, yeah. Laugh again. Brit the Bully. <laughs> okay, so how. I'm gonna ask y'all how many hours of sleep um, do y'all think y'all get, and do you feel like you're getting enough sleep, or like when you're not getting enough sleep, do you notice a difference, like in your skin and the way that you look? Why are you looking at me? Don't uh, answer, I, Aisha. We know. No. <laughs> no, I do. I get at least seven or eight hours of sleep, if not more, depending on some nights. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I do. laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I feel obviously well rested when I get that amount of sleep. I know that if I get anything less than that, I'm no good for nobody. (laughs) So I do definitely try to get at least seven hours of sleep. um, And I do feel that um, I mean, so well, I've never had because I know you mentioned like, um, you know, like with your your skin and things like that. I've Sorry, I'm not bragging, but I've never had issues with my skin, so I can't, I can't say that I notice a difference. You know, Just like with sorry, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't, I was, I didn't want it to come off like that. That's why I said that. Anyways, but no, I have never really experienced like you know those kind of issues as far as like skin. But um, but yeah, I know that it just it just helps me function better when I get at least that amount. So. You do have really nice skin. Like I've been look. I don't think I've really, really noticed. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Maybe she. Usually, I think she usually has on makeup when she comes. I don't she fresh wear face tonight. I don't wear makeup like that. What well, last few? I don't know. I was know. Like, no, pretty. You know, just the other day you had some lipstick on. Oh. When? She well, lying. You wear. You wear makeup. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I wear it every now and then, but I maybe you I very rarely wear it though. Yeah. Look at it. Look, look, look at it. Look at Look, Aisha trying to call me out. She's trying to say, I ain't natural. I ain't got natural beauty, y'all. She's like Alicia Keys. She got that blush. Oh, you better quit. She did put her eyebrows in. These eyebrows. These eyebrows. Y'all need eyebrows look good. She got this natural. I got them things done because they was looking kind of hot. Did you highlight your freckles or no? Oh, <laughs> she got this uh natural blush. She got this little red rose. I'm probably blushing now because y'all getting on my damn nerves. Okay, sorry. Ugly. Keep, keep talking. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, oh. oh. Aisha don't get enough sleep. No, she don't. Uh, I don't. I mean, okay, wait. Let me take that back. I feel like I sleep a lot when I'm off, but when I have to go to work. Now that I work during the day, I probably go to bed at like eleven thirty. You gotta be up at five thirty, you know. But I'll be good for the day. Mm-hmm. You know how hard I sleep, girl. Hard. That's only six hours. It's some people a function quality. on six hours. Show do. Yeah. I'm up ready to go. I heard go. a lot of people that can't function on. When six I say hours. I sleep hard, baby, I sleep hard. So. Mm. What you get, Bria? Yeah. It depends on the night, honestly. It's. It fluctuates, but I try to get like seven, eight. Because mm-hmm. Brie will be going out. Don't let her fool you. That's that's not only during thing the week. Not on a school night. Be <laughs> <laughs> like Jen in the other episode. Is that Thursday, Thursday? I know. She'd be out. Okay, y'all know I don't get no sleep. And yes, I see a difference. I'll be having them bags. <laughs> Maybe bad. Like, I'd be like, well, no, did I forget to put, I got to put concealer? Okay. <laughs> but bad. when I get too much sleep, 
I can't function. Like it's weird. I only can get like seven, mm-hmm. eight, or it's I can't get up. Right. Like, do you? Sorry, Aisha. So when you, what just happened? A little quick question. Okay. Um. So when you're not getting an, like enough sleep, is it because like you can't sleep or you're just up like doing things or is it a mixture of both? Bruh, it'd be a mixture of both. Okay. First of all, when I get off work, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I don't deny myself naps. So I'll take a nap at eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Now that's not every night and that's not all, all the time and the reason why I don't- Cause I feel like you're sleep. always up. Like I'm like- <laughs> Right, you like, I was touching the chat at like 4 a.m. Like about to go work out. Are you sure? Like, oh hey, just going to bed. Why are you taking naps at eight? Because sometimes if I have, if I know I have a whole bunch of stuff to do, like I have to do that night, hmm. I'll just go ahead and close my eyes because my eyes hurt. And I get up and I just keep working. Well, just don't get back up. Aisha sleep like a college student. I really do. I think I never get off my college schedule. Like yeah. real life. And I just function. I get some coffee. I went to Zumba yesterday, and I had about four hours of sleep the night before. <laughs> I went to Zumba at five o'clock, five to six. Like I kept can, on I going. can do that for so many days, but it comes a point where I'm just like, I can't, I mm-hmm. can't take anymore. Oh yeah, I crash eventually. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably do that for a week. You know, like the weekend. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that wraps up the Stress beauty prescription. <laughs> I will thank you, Jen. <laughs> you know, calling us all out, telling us we need some more sleep. So definitely, uh, definitely do that. And if you do need some um, skincare regimen ideas for your tired skin, um, <laughs> you can definitely <laughs> check out the Strength of She blog because Tyra and Jen have blogs that are up talking Tied about skin. skincare regimen. So tired skin. <laughs> So those are up there. Okay, next we are going to Brittany. Okay, today with Healthy Sisters, we do have a segment today, and it is on healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Tyra, you a jackass. (laughs) Why she trying to play me? (laughs) We do. I I did not have one today. Okay, so we are going to talk about healthy weight loss and what that basically means Uh, and I do also want to go over just some healthy tips to help with a successful weight loss so basically the first thing what is considered healthy weight loss so generally anything between a half a pound and two pounds per week is considered healthy weight loss Uh, one thing to kind of keep in mind with losing weight and kind of trying to do it at a faster pace, you do want to keep in mind that if you burn 500 more calories than you eat every day for a week, then you will lose about one to two pounds. So if you count your calories, then that's something that you can pretty much keep a pretty good gauge on. Uh, And also, if you, for example, if you do Take in between a thousand, excuse me, a thousand and fifty calories to between that and twelve hundred calories a day, and you exercise for one hour per day, which would be about three hundred minutes a week, then you could lose about three to five pounds in the first week. Um, and that 
Uh, and that is really dependent on how much you weigh too. Because if you do weigh more, something to keep in mind, if you weigh more than about more than like 250 pounds or so, then you can lose weight quicker than someone that's trying to lose weight and they weigh like 180 pounds or something like that. So keep that in mind too. Um, so um, I would say if, uh, definitely keep in mind that if you weigh more, you can lose more quicker within the first few weeks. But if you weigh less, it just might not come off as fast, but it's still considered healthy weight loss. So don't get, uh, you know, don't get discouraged from that. And also um, another tip that I wanted to kind of get into is specifically with your, with your nutrition when it comes to weight loss. Um, a lot of things that people don't really, th well, I feel like when a lot of people talk about weight loss, they really want to aim for eliminating like sugars and starches and carbohydrates and things like that. But in reality, you definitely still need carbs um be, just because you need energy that the, your carbohydrates provide you with energy and there are healthy carbs mm -hmm. so i don't know i i, I do kind of feel some kind of way when people say i want to eliminate carbs and i'm thinking in my head like okay but you really need them but we, we don't we don't go there so um it's just a way like there are healthy carbs that you can take in so a couple of tips for that um eating vegetables to help you feel full is definitely something that you can implement and another thing is obviously drinking a plenty of water, getting tempting foods out of your home. Of course, if you just get rid of those chips and sweets and cookies and all of that, then you're 10 times more likely not to even eat it. When things are just sitting around in your house and you're bored and you're hungry, you're gonna more than likely go for it. So try to get rid of those. Also, <clears throat> stay busy. Um, you don't wanna eat just because you're bored and I know, I do that a lot at work because I have a sedentary job. So I sit at my desk all day. So I, when I'm like, I'm sitting at my desk taking calls, I'm sitting thinking like, dang, I'm hungry. Just I'm just because I'm sitting here and not doing anything, you know, it just kind of comes to your mind. So try to stay busy, as busy as possible. Also, uh, eat only from a plate when you're sitting at a table. Like don't go gazing in the front of the fridge and kind of going in and out of, you know, try to figure out like, oh, what's in here? I know I've, I've done that plenty of times. Like just open the refrigerator just to open it. Like, what am I in here for? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just silly, but, um, and then another thing, obviously do not skip meals. I cannot emphasize this enough. Like people who tell me that they want to lose weight and tell me they only eat like two times a day. I'm like, you're not going to lose anything. Like there's no way you're going to lose what you're trying to lose when you don't eat enough meals a day so keep that in mind too one thing I do want to also talk about is uh, being accountable so being accountable with your diet is really really hard um, I mean being disciplined period with your nutrition is difficult so a couple of things that I usually try to bring up something really old-fashioned keeping a food journal like if you um, if you like writing stuff down or something like that, because I mean, it's just easy when you write it down. I feel like you keep yourself accountable because you see what you're writing. Uh, and that's definitely a good thing to try to do. One thing I always also try to uh, suggest is also like like keeping in mind with with like a food journal or something like that. I know that people use a lot of apps these days too, mm -hmm. like um, my fitness pal or lose it or things like that like I do think that those applications are helpful to a certain extent because I know that when you put in your weight and things like that it kind of tells you how many calories you're supposed to consume a day and that kind of thing but 
I feel like when when a lot of people try to keep track of their calories, I think they feel like they need to consume a way less of an amount of yeah. calories in order to lose weight. And you can't really do that because if you're not getting enough nutrients throughout the day, you're lo- you will probably lose fat, but you're going to lose muscle, too. And you don't want to do that. So that it's really hard to kind of gauge. Cause I know a lot of people are usually like, well, how many calories should I eat? And it's really dependent on the person. Like there's no set amount of calories you should try to eat to try to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So that's also something to keep in mind. And then the other point that I, the last point that I really wanted to make was really exercising, obviously, along with, uh, with nutrition and dieting. So with losing weight with card, I mean, with exercise, you definitely should incorporate cardio and strength training. Cardio does burn the most calories, obviously. Um, so that, that, that is definitely ideal for fast weight loss, but you should still include some type of strength training. Even if it's just a few hours a week, or even if it's just for an hour or two, you should still do that because in order to burn the most fat, um, you wanna try to break a sweat uh, the entire time that you're working out. So if you're working out for an hour, you'd say you do a warm up for about 15 minutes or so, like on the elliptical or treadmill, you definitely want to keep sweating because that's way that's the best way to burn the most fat. So and obviously when you do strength training, you burn fat after you're done with. Uh, I mean, burn fat. You burn calories after you you do your tr- strength training sessions. That's why I personally like it more than cardio because you continue to burn calories after you do strength training. Uh, and then also. Uh, make sure that you pace yourself. Don't be don't be doing too much now. I mean, I know that you're supposed to do a lot of <laughs> a lot of cardio to try to lose, you know, the most the most weight and things like that. But don't do too much. I mean, you know, just pace yourself. You know, and one thing, another thing that's good is interval training. I feel like I kind of went into that briefly in another um, in another segment I had before. But interval training is just like really high intensity exercise and doing it for short bouts of time. Um, and honestly, you burn more calories that way. Uh, so um, something like HIT, I know, um, I know Aisha mentioned that before. That's a, definitely an interval training uh, program that you could look into too. But there are a lot of different ones out there. I mean, you can make up your own. I mean, interval training is pretty easy. Um, and then, yeah, that was pretty much it. So I definitely just wanted to keep that in mind because I know, you know, weight loss is something that a lot of us are working on and want to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I know, I just feel like it's a lifelong process. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I just think knowing those tips and kind of moving forward because, you know, healthy weight loss does include exercise and, and diet. Um, and I, I try to stay away from the word diet. It really is just because, it's, yes, lifestyle change. Thank you, Jenny. Yeah. Because diet, I feel like, strays people away. And they're like, I don't want to diet. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's not really what it is. I mean, it's just, I try to say nutrition, like tra- change your nutritional habits. Because, like you said, it's something that you want to work toward that's lifelong. Because th- most diets are short term. I mean, if you kind of look at it as, oh, I'm gonna, I'm doing this diet. And a lot of the times when you do that, you're not, you're only gonna be on it for a couple of months or something like that. So if when, that. yeah, yeah, you're right. If that, <laughs> so, so yeah, keep that in mind uh, with your nutritional habits. That has to be a lifelong change and long term change in order for it to be successful weight loss and for it to be, uh, and for it to for you to maintain it and keep it off. But yeah, that's all I got. Good stuff. Thanks. You know, summer 17 is coming up. Yeah, gotta. I know. I'm trying to help y'all out now because I, like I know. Summer is always coming up, and I'm still. <laughs> and I'm still hot, best. Right. 
I to, I'm so glad I started my trainer next week, y'all. I'm about to be fine as one. Hey, just letting y'all know. I'm just letting y'all know. Y'all ain't gonna be able to tell me shit, but I'm still gonna be high waisted, shoddy though. I used to be high waisted. I'm still gonna be high waisted, shoddy, but I'm gonna be cute. You know, my booty poking a little bit more. Now, right. So that's all good, but I'm gonna be high waisted, shoddy. I'm right there with you. Tyra's gonna be high waisted, shoddy too. Why she's playing? I know I ain't. Uh, she's gonna be high waisted, shoddy too. Sure, <laughs> even though I love high waist, but uh-uh. I know I do. I just love you. Won't it. catch it's me just in cute. one. Nope. Uh, I'm gonna be in a two piece. She says she's gonna be naked. I'll be in a cute high-waisted two-piece. No, they have super cute ones. I just don't want... That's my goal. No, I feel you. Not to no, be I feel, in the I feel that. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? I got tiger strikes, so they got to be covered up. Oh, good Lord. Sorry. I, I don't think I'm, there. I'm I'm not going to get there that fast. It's, it's okay. You know, I really... I was shopping. I was shopping for my, for my trip, my birthday trip, and I had to come to the realization that, yes... Girl, you're not at that weight that you want to be at by this trip, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You just need to be comfortable in who you are mm-hmm. right yep. now. Yep. Buy clothes for who you are right now. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. You're going to freaking chuck it. Like, you're yep. still going to be cute. Yep. Mm-hmm. Your hair's still going to be cute. And just keep moving. And you got a man. Boom. A whole, <laughs> a whole husband. Say it again. A whole <laughs> husband. But you know, you got to keep it right for him, too. Right, right, right. You know what? I want to mention something about that. So, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, somebody told me that they have, okay, so they're in a relationship with somebody, and they told me, I mean, it wasn't just me. We were talking in a group of people, uh, with a group of people, and she was saying that, oh, you know, I ain't got to, you know, where it is or look a certain way because I already got a man. And I was just like, you gotta, you gotta keep them. You gotta keep right. You gotta keep them. That's what I'm saying. See, people, people try to let themselves go when they get in a like, relationship, and it's like you, that is not what you're supposed to do. No, you, and I think that people think, oh well, then he don't love me for me. Right? No, no. that's not the you that you was. When exactly. Y'all got together. Exactly. Like he turned it into two yous, and for some right. people, that's a problem. Yep. I mean, I'm 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 speaking from experience. Shit, when I gained weight. I noticed he was looking at some skinny heifers, and I was like, what's going on, bro? Yeah. And I was like, what's going on, bro? And we had to have a conversation. And at that time, you know how you gain weight and you don't notice you gain weight? Right. See, I was in that stage. I didn't know why I gained weight. But when I got on that scale, I was like, oh. I was like, well, shit, that's why you looking at them. <laughs> well, hey, I was looking at them, too. That's well, okay. damn. That's okay. So you just have to. <laughs> Tyra, you just can't. You can't let yourself go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I truly believe in that. Even when you're married, you no, can't let yourself yeah, you go. Can. I, I wouldn't want you him can. to let yourself his self go. Right. That doesn't mean that you won't change along the way. You're gonna right. change. You're, yeah. Your body's gonna go through changes that you can't. But that control. don't mean gain fifty pounds. That don't mean go, go sit down. eat a buffet every day <laughs> because you got a man. Sit your ass down. And go to the gym. You want to do it for him, but you also just want right. to do it for yourself. Yeah, like, for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be confident in who I am around him. Right. Confident, naked. You know, that's all our goals. Yeah. It'll be mine once I'm I'm working tired of hers tonight, I'm not y'all. saying anything. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just reflecting on my own personal situation. So, you know. But, yeah. You got to do, do it for both of y'all. Just the same. So, thanks, Brittany. Thanks, Jan, for that follow-up question. So, <laughs> now we're going to head into the Woosah segment. So, let's go ahead and center our energy and clear our minds and prepare ourselves for this wonderful food for our spirits. 
So, my topic this week is very quick. It's very short. It's very to the point. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay, wonderful. So, what I would like to advise as my wellness segment for this week is to learn how to slow down. Mm. Um, I have to tell myself this all the time, probably every day. I could probably think of something new to do every day. That's not even a joke. A new for, new thing for she, new mm-hmm. thing for myself, a new thing for me and Nick's company, like a new thing for everything. I can think of something every day. Um, so I honestly have to tell myself to slow down on a regular and like, this week, for example, I'm revamping my personal website. I'm finishing designing me and Nick's photography website. And my goal was to have it done by today. Are those websites out today? No. And you know what? I had to be okay with that. Like, we can set goals for ourselves and not reach them in the time that we wanted to reach them. And that's perfectly okay. That doesn't mean that you're a failure. That doesn't mean that it won't happen. It just means that other things came up and you just have to pace yourself. Like, because if I was trying to get that out today or tomorrow, I'd break my neck. I'd not go to sleep. When we talk about this, I'd be walking around rough skin tomorrow wondering why. And it's because I didn't sleep all week trying to get these websites out. <laughs> she is struggling. <laughs> Had them black bags, I would have been breaking that concealer out. So it's okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna release those sites when they're finished. When will they be finished? I don't know, but I'm gonna work on it. So I have a few things that kind of help me slow down. One thing is keeping the calendar or a planner. Um, I didn't have a sorry y'all. I didn't have a planner for the first four months of the year. I was real behind and planning for 2017. And I've had a lot of things come up and come and go and deadlines I missed. And I said, you know, let me get my life together. Um, Because that's a part of it. When you aren't planning, when you aren't keeping up with your to-dos, you know, that makes you get in this whole rushed temperament because it's like, oh, I gotta get this done or I gotta finish this. And it's because you didn't plan properly. So make sure you're keeping up with your plan. Also, don't overbook yourself. If you got a lot of stuff going on that week, You know, try to prioritize those things, figure out what's on the bottom of the list and figure out if it could go on a different day, if you could do it on a different day or whatever it might be. So try not to overbook yourself. Um, Also, learn how to say no to things. I know that that's constantly a, a thing that's on a lot of our list is saying no and understanding the importance of that because you don't like to let people down. Um... And that whole kind of thing or, you know, whatever it might be. But it's really important to learn how to say no. And that comes with the prioritizing things, not overbooking. No, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I have other things to do. Um, Maybe next time. Also, give yourself time for self-care and for time for yourself. A lot of people think that when you're in a relationship or you're married that you still don't need alone time. You do, even if it's just for a walk around the neighborhood, even if I'm going to the room, I'm closing the door, please don't bother me for 30 minutes, (laughs) you know? And it's not in a mean way, it's just having that on, you're having your own alone time. Like Jen said, creating a a nighttime routine, doing those things that are making sure that you're in tune with yourself um, and going about. So anyone else have any other tips on how you can slow down or, how you've slowed down in the past? I say no a lot. 
probably more than I say yes. <laughs> you do say no a lot. But that's good though. I do, <laughs> but it's good. I do. Because some people no don't know how to say no. But that's good. So yeah. Well, good. Saying no. Mm-hmm. I'm good for it. No, nope. but see, Bria be like, no, nah, because I'm going out. <laughs> I swear I'm always going out. I, if you follow Bria on Snapchat, she always out. Of course you just don't post on Snap unless you're doing something. You want to see me on my couch? They see me on y'all, my couch. Y'all see my dog a lot. Don't even try to play. They see me on my couch and with BJ. That's okay. Okay, Bria. <laughs> Bria says no to anyone else. Different tip or same tip. I'm trying to think of what else you said. Because you remember this long pause. I, love- <laughs> I was about to say some smart shit. I was about to say, see, this is what happens at the woo side segment. I tell them the woo side, then they all shut then the hell sleep. up. <laughs> we over here sleep. We, we're meditating on our They're answers. They're meditating, and then they're done. <laughs> okay, well, wonderful. Well, I hope that those tips have helped you. Um, and, and hopefully you can start implementing some of those into your life to slow down, especially with, you know, the fast season coming up, the hot season. You're going to want to do a lot of things, be out. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But you got to prioritize your fun and your need-to-dos and your self-care. So get it together, sister friend. So next, we do have a Dear Sister Friend letter. So let's dive into that. Yes, we have a dear sister friend letter and it's a it's a pretty good one. It's 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 kind of long, so kind of bear with me here. Uh-oh. Let me I mean it's good though. I, it just has a it has quite a bit of detail, so it's good. Okay, so starts off Dear sister friend, I didn't think I would find myself writing to this address, but I need some clarity and some advice. A guy that I have been dating for quite some time now requested time and space. This was, excuse me, this was after a conversation that we had on whether or not we were right for each other. He told me that I was his only focus and that he never wanted me to feel like I was competing with other women. However, after seeing dating app notifications on the, on his phone, I calmly asked him if I was his only focus. I wasn't being accusatory. I just simply wanted to know because it had been pl- had been plaguing my mind for a while. He felt that I was pushing him away. Our last meeting was quite emotional, tears on both sides. I asked him how much time he would need and he said he would contact me. I haven't heard anything from him in four days. I've been fighting the urge to reach out because I want to be respectful of his request. All of this, it does hurt very much. In this scenario, I don't know what time means because it's very vague, but I do have a feeling that it's over and I don't know how to handle it. I noticed a couple social media posts that seemed to be aimed at our situation, which were also hurtful. Hasn't, he hasn't come out and said that he never wants to see me again. I don't know what to do because I've never been in this situation before. Help. Who wants to go first? We got a lot of uh <laughs> I think I think almost everybody I think everybody has something to say, at least something to say. Uh, ooh. Oh, 
different. I feel you, girl. Yeah. See, okay. Whenever you get advice from me, most of the time it's gonna be very black and white. And that's <laughs> just from life, though. Yeah. I've been in a lot of gray area situations, and now I'm at a point where I try to make things as concrete and discreet as possible because you just gotta protect your energy. And I just feel like this is one of those situations where, sister friend, I think it is best that you move on. I really do. And I say that because I don't believe in breaks. Mm-hmm. Breaks mean break up to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's very contradictory for him to say that you're his only focus, but you see dating apps on his phone. So it sounds like he may want to just, you know, mingle a little mm-hmm. bit, but not really be connected to anybody. So I think it is best, like I said, for you to move on. There's a couple red flags here. And I feel like it says a lot about his character that he can't be upfront with you and tell you that y'all should just end it or whatever the case may be, but he's leaving it open ended. And that's not fair to you because your feelings right now, you're going to be very vulnerable and you're going to like, I'm pretty sure you hear what he's saying, but you're interpreting it in your own way. You are making it open ended. And I feel like you probably deserve better than that because you're listening and you're awesome. And I feel like, um, you deserve somebody who will be upfront with you and who will be straight with you. Because if he wants to talk to other people or whatever the case may be, he needs to just be honest about that. There's nothing wrong with that if y'all are not necessarily committed. But if he's not being honest about that, what else is he not being honest about? So you want to keep that in mind. Yeah, I agree 100% with Tyra. Like, I don't believe in breaks either. I feel like if you're going to be on a break, you might as well just break up. Like, I think that you really need to think back to the conversation y'all had leading into that break and really think about what he said to you. Because guys, you know, they tell us exactly what we're trying to figure out all the time. Mm -hmm. But because our emotions are into it and all that kind of stuff, like we're not really listening and not really thinking. All we hear is, oh, we're on the break. So that means that we're going to be back together. Mm -hmm. That's not... Always, always yeah, what that ooh. means. So, you know, I, I personally will move on. I will go ahead. You know, if you're the type of person that needs that closure, like we've talked about before, go ahead, make your little phone call, have the conversation. If you want to confront him about what you know, if you haven't talked to him about that before, go ahead and confront that mm-hmm. situation just so you can have that resolve. So he can say, you know, yeah, I am talking to other people, or he can lie. You know, <laughs> whatever. But I think that, like Tara said, you're awesome, and I would not waste, you know, any of me on someone who isn't here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always a firm believer that if a man wants you, he's gonna let you know. And I think that if he is okay with, you know, going four days without talking to you, knowing that you all had that conversation and things are kind of left in the air and knowing that you may be wondering like what's happening, what are you all doing? And he's not, you know, communicating with you then, I mean, he probably doesn't care that much. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just like Tyra and Aisha said, I mean, if he's not, you know, coming to you or if you need that closure, make the phone call and then kind of just move on. Yeah. Ball is in your court. <laughs> Ball is in your court. Yes. Don't wait on him. Mm-mm. Don't sit around waiting on him a whole nother four days. Your ass. 
Bria that we <laughs> talked about her and her second and third and fourth chances. Don't give right. Don't, don't, let don't do that. Don't be that girl. Not in a relationship. Don't do that. <laughs> if, he, if you my man, you, you better become a. Let me tell you something. Don't let this be your second love. Please, you might. <laughs> please, Lord. Then you got a third one coming, girl. Exactly. Yes. So you might want to. Yes. You might want to wrap this up. Third one mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I just. I don't understand the whole thing about time and space. That just doesn't make sense to me. Like I agree with what everyone else said. If you feel like you need to, I mean, if you feel like you really, if if they, if you are literally discussing a break, I feel like, like you said, you might as well just break up. I feel like that's where you really need to sit and think because the fact that y'all discussed that, y'all were having, you know, giving each other time and space or whatever, and he hasn't con- even contacted you or at least attempted to make any kind of conversation, and you're seeing stuff that he's saying on social media, I feel like that kind of shows and tells you where he's at. Oh, yes. So... I think that you definitely should move on, sister friend. Because you right now saying he thinking that was just four days ago. Right. Oh, what is Real life. That, oh that God, was life. That's what I am thinking. triggered. It's like, I mean, I was going to hit you up eventually. But, like, that's... Oh, I'm triggered for real because <laughs> because you but you on social media, so my lady is like, yeah, you know, I see you what you putting on here, that's being funny. He don't care. He don't care. Just I'm ruthless. Ruthless. Mm. We've been there, girl. Yes. I'm telling you, we all been there. That petty letter. shit. Yeah. We've been there. Please Just, write us back and let us know what you did. Girl. Yes, please and let us you, know the outcome. If you need advice on what to say. You know, email us back because we, we, script. We, we won't put it on the air, but we will help you because you really need to empower yourself by no life for real. <laughs> Fix my life. <laughs> no, for real, because I have been there and I just do not be wanting to see my sister friends go through a whole bunch of shit that I went through because I've been through so much. So with that being said, if there's an opportunity for me to help somebody, I'm going to help them. So I know that's right. Same here. Oh, that was a good one. Yes. It was. Well, how can they send more sister friend letters, Brittany? Yes. So please send those sister friend letters in. Uh, our email is dear sister friend at the strength of she.com. Okay. <laughs> So yes, please send those in. Um, we I just want to get a flow of letters. Like, come on, I know y'all love us answering these questions for y'all. So <laughs> can y'all just not be shy? Again, it is anonymous. We're not gonna announce your name or anything, you know. And it doesn't have to be relationships. It can be about anything, career wise, mm-hmm. friendships, you know, whatever. So please don't hesitate. We want those letters, ladies. Cool. Well, thank you, Brittany, and thank you, Sister Fran, for sending that letter in. Uh, quickly, she announcements. What we got? 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 We gonna turn up. We got an announcement. We got an announcement. Yes, announcement. I was. I was trying to go back to the P Diddy days, you know. Special delivery. Need oh that. That was before. That was not before your time, Please bro. Stop it. You're like a We're year younger than me. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, we have an event coming up that is specifically for our sister friends. Guess you, you that is listening right now. Um, we are having a sister friend sip. We had one last year. It was the bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is going to be even 
better. So we are making this a quarterly event uh, specifically for our sister friends who <laughs> really asked for this event in the first place. Like I said, we have a sister friend Facebook group that has like, I think like 900 women in it now. Um, so this is an opportunity for all of us who are connected to the strength of she and your friends to come together and have fun together. So this sister Francis, we will have a theme every time, and this theme is empower. So we will talk about topics and have conversations that are related to how we're empowered as women, how we need to be empowered more, and a lot of more things. But of course, it wouldn't be a she event if you know we didn't have some food to snack on and some drinks to sip. Drinks, yes. Mm -hmm. So you definitely want to be there. It will be Saturday, May sixth. From 11 to 1, yes, it's early. And yes, it's only two hours. And yes, you need to be on time. <laughs> so <laughs> be there at 11 or you will miss out on some fun because we are starting promptly. So come early or like I said, come at 11. Um, uh, tickets right now are only $20. So we have tickets for twenty dollars that's it. it includes your food your drink your you know your mingling time uh so definitely come and join us you can find the links on uh our facebook page we do have a facebook event that's up uh it's on our eventbrite account uh, you can also find it more easily at the strength backslash events uh, so hopefully we will see you all there we love to meet uh the people that we have connected you know the women that we have connected with through the strength of she so we hope that you will come and bring your other sister friends that's all i got so now jen is going to go ahead and wrap us on up okay so for this week's uh she-spiration um, I want to tell you all, um, we are typically our biggest critics. Don't be. Um, I know I naturally overthink things and I sometimes get lost in my thoughts. So don't allow your thoughts to talk you out of doing something. Um, when you put your energy into negative thoughts, you will begin to feel negative. Um, so no one, just remember that no one's going to look out for you the way you look out for you. So you owe it to yourself to be your own shiro. Nice. Well, thank you, Jen. Thank you, ladies, uh, for coming and recording this awesome episode. And thank you all for listening to us again. Be sure to comment, share, all of that wonderful goodness, and we'll see you here next time, same time.